It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. In five, four, three, two, one. It's time for the rundown with Rob Sanders. Well, we're waiting. Friday edition right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Of course, heard around the world on the iHeartRadio app. And today, we are going to do uh, our Paul Picks, which is what we do every Friday. I've also got some interesting stuff here about the hurricane uh, with Clemson. Just a quick shout out. They're going to get their game in. Kind of expected that. Alex Rodriguez wants to be in the Hall of Fame. We'll talk about that as well. And in addition to that, I've got other stuff, too. I'll give you my NFL picks for the weekend, my college picks for the weekend. I mean, it's just a jam-packed show. But first, I have to welcome into the studio my good friend from our sister station, Throwback 105.5. I even have his entry music. (laughs) It is my buddy, Timmy Tim. Hold on, buddy. Here we go. There we go. <laughs> I appreciate along, that, man. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. I was just listening to this in my car on the way up here. Yeah. yeah you got the remix in your car, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's got a lot more bass to it. It's got a lot more bass. Uh, that tweeted. way you, you go some, down the road. Some you know? synthesizing. synthesizing. Yeah. I can works. definitely yeah. see that. For those of you that don't know, Timmy Tim does uh, well, afternoons on Throwback 105.5. Two to seven. Two to seven every mm-hmm. day. Uh, I like his talks that he has with Venom on Facebook Live. Those oh, are yeah. kind of cool, too. Yeah. We, we get into it. Tim <laughs> is a. Uh, He's also a legitimate comic. If you go and catch Timmy Tim on stage, it's he's just funny. Thank you for putting that legitimate in front of it, because a lot of people be like, oh, you do open mic. No, uh, no, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. I have 1099s that say that I'm yeah. a comedian. Yeah. No, I mean, he, he really is legitimately funny. I, I goof on him a lot, but he is a, a funny, funny, funny dude. All right, so. Timmy Tim, in addition to loves his Green Bay Pack. Biggest Green Bay fan I know. Uh, yeah, no. Absolutely <laughs> no. not. Absolutely not. He's so not. hot on Instagram over there. His phone's going off. Yeah, it's going off. People are hitting me up about the hurricane, wanting you know to get those actual updates from me, the horse's right. mouth. And listen, I get them from another horse, so <laughs> I don't know how you're going to get the information of the source from me. You know what I mean? Get it from where I get it from. The television. The television. Mm-hmm. All right, so... And by the way, your Packers suck. Well, and l- let's talk about that a quick second before we get into uh, into our college picks this uh, weekend. 
But as as he said, he loves the Green Bay Packers. Uh, absolutely not. Absolutely. I'm a Bear fan, and this is like Kryptonite to Superman. You're we, killing my soul. We we walk down the hall here now. Now, bear in mind, we we work for iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. And iHeartRadio is a massive media company. I mean, there's stations in every market and billboards and everything else. Yeah. And we're walking down the hall with each other, and we're dropping F-bombs <laughs> each other all the time. <laughs> I mean, it's literally, and it's so funny because I talked about this game on Monday on my show, and I said the first text I sent after that game went final was to Timmy Tim Absolutely. with the same message, which is F your team, <laughs> the same thing that I always send him. Listen. And I know you got to be honest with me now. You were sitting there in the third quarter. At Listen. the halftime, you had your phone warmed up. Warmed you were up. warming that hand up like you uh. were getting ready to to like uh, like pimp slap somebody. Listen, for the last three years, the last three years, I've been watching Green Bay clown my Chicago Bears. When I say clown them, it's on a whole other level. Now, and here's the thing. My reality is, is every time after a game, whether we're playing Green Bay or not, but especially if we're playing, playing Green Bay, I get a text from Mr. Rob Sanders. Consistently, F your team. So this particular Sunday, for first three quarters, I was back in 1985. I was on Facebook. I was talking about, yeah, power shift in the NFC North, baby. It's coming down. And I had you in mind, a big, beautiful picture of Rob Sanders in my mind. And as soon as I was starting to text you, I said, no, I'm just going to wait till after the game to hit him with the F your team. Yeah. And then Aaron Rodgers comes back. Drops that twenty-first point in the in the third in the fourth quarter on them, and all of a sudden my phone goes off. I didn't even have to look at it to know it was you, and it was just such a Charlie Brown moment, brother. Like I just can't <laughs> kick that football. I, I am happy to be your Lucy. Oh God, I, I, I have no problem with that. Yeah, but. Tim does follow a lot of football. In fact, he's done some uh, he's done some stuff in here in studio yeah, with us before. Yeah. yeah, so Timmy knows his football a little bit. Now, I have to be completely honest with you, though. Uh, Ian, this is the third week of the Paul picks. Week one, I was three and two. Okay. Jonathan Rush went uh, two and three, so okay. I picked up one game there. Okay. Last week, though. <laughs> I was Mr. Perfect. He was perfect. Five and oh last week. Five and oh. JR ran his mouth, came in, and this whole nine yards. Nah, man, that didn't work out well for him. Rob goes five and oh. JR goes three and two. I currently have a three-game lead, and we're three weeks in. Okay. Against the people that are picking against me. So All right, let's go change the day. All right, so here we go. The man's here. <laughs> the man's here now. The man's here. <laughs> Tim used to be the guy that would walk around like uh, revoking man cards, which is kind of funny. <laughs> but then again, when you have a quarterback named Trubisky, it just automatically thinks, how can you have a man card? That's a like man a name. It's not a man name. Yeah, it is. Trubisky. Trubisky. Like bus is in his name. Bu- bust bus. is in his name. Bus. T. No, T. no, you got to yeah. rearrange the T. Bus is in his name. Wow. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so here we go. We got five games, Tim. Let's see how you do. All right. Georgia Southern is a 33 point favorite over Clemson, or 33 point underdog at Clemson. Of course, I'm going to talk a little bit later on about this about how should Clemson even be playing this game? People could be dying in the PD area. We don't right. know. Yeah. Well, but, I doubt that's going to happen. But, um, and they got to play. If they're going to play, they got to play. Yeah, they're going to play. They're going to play at and, Death Valley, high noon. There's going to be about, mm, I don't know. And this is Saturday high noon? 
Saturday at Wind high noon. Wind and rain. We we may have more people here doing hurricane coverage than they'll have in the actual stands. That's absolutely. And, we probably and will. I actually feel like what's going to happen in that game if I had to pick it and I take the I would not take the point spread. So you're going to take Georgia Southern and the points. Yeah. Okay. I would well, not that, take that. That is my pick as well. Mm-hmm. I think that it's going to be muddy. Georgia Southern is a team that uh, they're going to try to control the ball with that spread option that they've got. And they're going to fail. They're, they're going to fail. But the point is they're going to, they're going to get some first downs. Right. Keep the Clemson offense off the field. They're not going to turn the ball over. They're very good at that. And I think they will cover the 33 points. They're still going to get the Tarnation beat out of them. I believe that, too. But 33 points, just too much. Yeah. All right, our next game, and this is another game. I'm trying to like figure out who's, who's going to have more fans in the stadium. Will Clemson have more fans in the stadium? Or will we have more fans in the stadium for Vanderbilt, or excuse me, Ohio and Virginia they're playing this game at Vanderbilt because they got out because of the, the weather or whatever. This game is going to be played at Vanderbilt. Mm. Vanderbilt doesn't know when they have their own games there, much less anybody else coming <laughs> into the stands. It's like a high school stadium that didn't get the steroids. They want to be Duke, but they can't. It is. I mean, Vanderbilt's a terrible football program. Well, uh, yeah, you know, but, and being but, a Bears fan, I'm I'm, I'm a little sore. Well, because that's where saying. my that's where the worst nightmare of a quarterback came from. Ah, uh, you love you some Jay Cutler. Yeah, yeah. Ohio and Virginia, though. Ohio is a six and a half point underdog against Virginia, which, by the way, is a terrible football team in their own right. Who you got? Ohio. You're gonna take Ohio and the points. No, no, I'll take Virginia. You're going to take Virginia. All right, so I am taking, uh, I think I'm going to take Virginia as well. So we match so far. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Vanderbilt is at Notre Dame. Now, I have this game because it's interesting to me because why is Vanderbilt going to play at Notre Dame? I don't get that at all. Huh. But Vandy is a 14-point underdog on the road at Notre Dame. Who you got? Mm. I, didn't, I didn't, haven't liked the way Notre Dame has looked. Really? I, I really don't. I, I'm, I'm going to see because I'm just risque and I'm not. I don't have any money on the line. Right. I'm just going to go ahead and say, upset alert. All right. Virginia. So you're going to take you're going to take Vanderbilt. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. Now, uh, is, it, is it is it Vanderbilt? Or it's Vanderbilt. Okay. Vanderbilt. 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 Virginia's playing in Vanderbilt Stadium. Oh, okay. Okay. Which is, it's oh. like it's like who's on first? Oh, okay. It's okay. really horrible. Okay. All right. All right. But uh, so I, you know what? And I hate to I hate to be this way, but I think Vanderbilt's going to get within 14 points. I will take Vanderbilt. Now, now the games get interesting, though. Boise State is on the road at Oklahoma State. The uh, Boise State is a three and a half point underdog on the road against the Cowboys. Who do you got? Hmm. Hmm. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... I'm going to take the Cowboys on this one. All right. I'm going to take Boise State to cover. I think that they're going to run the ball a good bit, but I think it's going to be like 21 to 20, a game like that. It's going to be that close. Mm -hmm. The last game of the season, and I can bring up my – this is – I specifically picked this game just for you because I know Mm -hmm. you've seen LSU's coach, Mm -hmm. Ed Orgeron. Right. He sounds like Cajun Man for Saturday Night Live. He really does. Everything is onion, bourbon. Hey, the Water Boy. Yeah, Water Boys. Ver- uh, yeah, uh, that's team. exactly how he sounds. He walks up. What do you got to do to win the game, Coach? Run the ball. I mean, that's exactly how he sounds. But he shocked you can us. Do it. Yeah, you can do it. But he shocked us in his first game of the season, where he pretty much went out and just—I mean, I can't use any other term—but bitch slap. That's what he did to Miami. Yeah, but. It's a ten, they're a ten point underdog on the road at Auburn. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna take that. 
You're going to take the 10 points. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, we will only disagree on the one pick, which is the Boise State-Oklahoma State game, because I think LSU is going to win that game. Mm -hmm. I think Auburn is a sham. You do? I really do. I I think that when I watch them, it's sort of like – Remember when we were kids, and you can probably relate to me on this. Like my mom made, we had to drink the powdered milk. Ah, you know, yeah. It's yeah, like you look at the powdered milk, and it looks like regular milk. Yeah, but it don't taste like. But it don't taste like the regular no, milk. No, you put yeah. that on your cereal, and your cereal is like really. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. Can't, I can't. I mean, I can't terrible. deal with that. Yeah. So that's what I think about Auburn. Right. So. Well, I guess, like I said, again, in the college, in, in college, and I've always said this. In college, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Unless you're like a big college fan. Like, I'm a football fan. So if it's on television, you know, and it's men tackling each other in pursuit of a ball, uh, I'm with it. I'm gonna watch it. I don't care where if Canadian, whatever it is, little league. I'm gonna watch it. Um, so when it comes to college, I really don't get good with my picks till after maybe the third or fourth game of the season, because uh, you I know, agree. you know, because a lot of times, I mean, how many Gamecock fans thought that they were gonna get on that field with Georgia? And, and actually do something. Yeah, well, uh, there were more than one. Let's let's just put that out there. Right. I, I have uh, my my good friend, the comrade Mike Dabrowski, who does my podcast with me. He was adamant, adamant. The Gamecocks were going to win that game. They could match up with Georgia. Man, it helps. It's funny when you bring that back up and you just realize, man, how dumb are you? Yeah. It's, well, it's not like I said. It's, it was hopeful, hopeful, you know. Um, and, and personally, I thought the Gamecocks went in and uh, beat Coastal Carolina that first game. That's who they played the first game, right? And uh, when they came in and they beat them like they beat them, I said, wait a minute. You know, the Gamecocks normally do that. You see a game like that, it's 35 to you know 17 or 35-21 or something like that. Well, they kind of struggled with a team they should have, you know, wiped the floor with. But they actually wiped the floor with them, you know. And I just went in. Thinking, I said, well, maybe the Gamecocks, this and this and this. So I was a bit optimistic, although I never really expected them to beat Georgia. I thought they might make it a good game. Right. But I guess reality set in and uh, the little verse and revelations came true when the well, field it's, when it's the sort ball of like it's off. sort of like a boxing match you know you can go into a boxing match and you can have a guy that looks like he's just bad right you know what i'm saying he right. walks into the ring and he's cut up and right. he looks good i mean just looks like a dangerous guy right then that bell rings mm. and then things happen it's a butt whooping and then things the dude looks like some a stockbroker just whooped up on you Exactly, and that could happen. I think the Gamecocks are better than they played that day, to be completely honest with you. i got a couple more things I want to throw at you before we get out of here today. Okay. Uh, one of them is Steve Smith last night. Did you see his back and forth with Michael Irvin? No. What did, what? So they were on the NFL postgame show last night, and so it was pregame or postgame, I can't remember, but here's what's so funny about it. Michael Irvin started spouting off and saying, you know what, um... Uh, Joe Flacco did not have any good receivers to throw to after he lost his one guy, which mm. I can't remember which guy it was. Mm-hmm. Well, Steve Smith's sitting on the panel. Steve Smith played with Joe Flacco. Right. Now, you know Steve Smith 
is my favorite NFL player, and right. you know why? Because he's yeah, he's, because he's, 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 he's five foot nine, and, he's a and he he beats the crap out of his own teammates yeah. in practice. I never will forget that game that he scored a touchdown. He got a hit, a late hit in the right. end zone. He got up, looked back to see who it was that hit him, went over in front of the camera, celebrated, and then went back to Jack the guy. <laughs> he he is my he's my favorite guy. He's a Tasmanian devil. Right. And and I tell you what, man, that is like everybody talks about people that they would like to meet that they go gaga about. Right. I don't think if I. If I mean, that's my guy. Yeah. I, I want to meet Steve Smith. It's like one of those like crazy things for me. I just think he is just the most awesome NFL receiver ever. He should be in the Hall of Fame in my book. Yeah, he, he should. And I know that's kind of crazy, but Michael Irvin ran his mouth to him. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't have. And I don't. I don't. I think he tried to you know kind of do like a little backhand jab there. Uh-huh. You know, just kind of a little poke. Well, Steve Smith wasn't having any of it. He right. looked at Michael Irvin and, and he said a couple of things. Then he goes, "You know what? Uh, I have a." I have a bachelor. Or I have a, a doctorate in route running. You got some kind of degree from a community college. <laughs> he said that live on the air. Oof. They didn't know how to deal with that. Oof. I mean, and what what is Michael Irvin going to do if Michael Irvin steps to Steve Smith? I'm telling you right now, Michael Irvin will get dropped on national TV. It won't yeah, even be funny, Michael. And I'm not throwing any shade at, 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 the, at the brother's past and stuff, but uh, if crack is a part of your past, you need to be <laughs> careful when you're discussing certain things with certain people. I'm really surprised that nobody has pulled the crack the crack card out yet. Well, the only thing that Irvin could say back to him was, I got rings for everybody, mm-hmm. which is which is kind of funny. Yeah, it's kind of funny. The fact that you stepped to Steve Smith, first of all, mm-hmm. you I mean, you gotta have you gotta have some cantaloupes to do that anyway. Right. Right. But then the, I mean, I, I would have to have something better than, well, I got rings for everybody. Well, he just told you he had a doctorate in route running compared yeah. to your community college degree. You, you know, but the thing is, I think uh, I think if I was Steve Smith, if I could have jumped in him you know, like a, some sort of X-Men type stuff and right. take over his mouth, I would have got really reckless. I'd have been like, well, how many of those rings did you sell for crack? Or something. I, I would have said, <laughs> said something along the lines of, uh, We'd have been fighting. hey, man, if, if I could have played with a quarterback like Troy Aikman instead of Jake DeLum, I might have six rings, too. I mean, I would have said some stuff like that. I mean, that, that definitely would have crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. If I could have played for somebody that wasn't John Fox, maybe I'd have more rings. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think I could ever sit on a, a panel with somebody like Michael Irvin and sit on the crack jokes. There's no way. Oh, I'd no be way. completely. I'd be like, so did you did you try crack out the crock pot or <laughs> I mean, like all kinds of things. Like so, how about chewable crack? Did yeah, you try chewable crack? Uh, I know we're only slotted for How'd about you keep your teeth with all that crack usage. You know? <laughs> yeah. We're we're only slotted for fifteen minutes here though, which is good because you can get back to get your crack fixed, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean you ever uh, talk I to Lawrence Taylor off, off off the air. Yeah. <laughs> all kinds of things. That's insane. But I, I thought you I, I'm surprised you haven't heard that. When you when you leave here Mm. I'm gonna put it up on my blog page here this afternoon. It's it's basically Michael Irvin looking like a complete idiot and Steve Smith just handing his butt to him on live TV. And they have like that awkward moment of silence mm-hmm. where it's like the guy that's the other host is like, um, yeah, you don't really know what to do um, because at the end of the day, like I truly expect there to be a fight. Uh, some way, uh, some disruption or something when you put Steve Smith in that situation. Because Steve Smith, when he came in there, it was immediately awkward between him and I think it was Phil Sims. Yeah. Yeah, it was re- immediately awkward. Phil kept coming for him. But Steve is the type of guy that when you come from, he's for him, you back. You, 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 he, he he's comes back, you back. But, he, but he comes back with emotion. Yeah. And it's a challenging emotion. Like, I'm going to give you this comeback joke. And if you come back at me, there's I'm a chance. Come back harder. There's a chance there could be a fight. So, <laughs> you know, you, you get that. So you can come. 
come back if you want, but just know after I come back, whether it's funny or not, if you throw one back at me, there's a good chance there's a fight that could come from it. Well, I want to thank you for coming in. Unless you want to stay, you're welcome well, to stay. Yeah, I still got to get back to. You know, I, I feel you got to go back that. and do your thing over there. But listen to Timmy. Timmy's on Throwback 105.5. And you got any gigs coming up? You want to talk about? Uh, I do have some like private gigs coming mm-hmm. up. Um, but um, the the shows on the road, I kind of been like, you know, I got some focus here when it comes to the radio. So yeah, yeah I kind of well, cut back on my holiday I know shows. If he's in town and you see him, you got to go and check him out. So Tim, thanks so much for stopping today. Thanks, I really bro. appreciate it. Thanks. We'll be right back with more of the rundown. In just a moment right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Special thanks to Timmy Tim from Throwback 105.5 for joining us today for the Paul Picks. I currently have a three-game lead over uh, my guest pickers. Next week, Kelly Nash... I'm just getting, like, all my friends at work here. I'm working on getting some outside folks, too. Don't worry about that. But it's kind of cool to uh, to pick against some of my friends that are here in the building, which is kind of neat. And especially all the, the the barbs I get walking down the hallway because uh, people ask me what I think about their team. And I'm just honest. <laughs> I say things I'm not supposed to say. I'm just honest. So it's kind of crazy. But. Shout out to the folks listening on the iHeartRadio app. I know that uh, especially down in the PD area, if you're listening to me down there, please stay safe. I, I, there was a video of some guy that was in American flag trunks in a, with an American flag and his hair's all flowing in the wind. And he's down there like in front of some pizzeria down in Myrtle Beach. And the wind's just blowing his hair and he looks like he's a rock star or something. You don't want to be that guy. It's kind of funny, but you don't want to be that guy. For all the best hurricane coverage, make sure you stick right here. We're going to have updates from NBC News pretty much every hour. Also, our sister station, News Radio 560 WVOC, they have the absolute most up-to-date hurricane coverage. If you go to the Fox Sports Radio 1400.com uh, page, our Stormwatch stuff is up there. So you can follow where the hurricane is, who's lost power, there's everything you need to know about that hurricane is right there. Shout out to the folks watching on Facebook Live as well today, uh, including Kelly, Jeremy, Trey, Cal. We appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Rob Sounds Good. You'll notice on my Twitter account today, my buddy DJ Louis V, he's uh, heading off to go and work somewhere else. So I gave him a nice special cake that we all, we all got together. And, of course, the cake says, you're dead to us. We're so morbid. Sorry. Anyway, check that out on my Twitter feed. It's at Rob Sounds Good on Twitter. So if you missed the picks, I took uh, Georgia Southern and the points. I think that they're going to uh, cover simply because it's just going to be nasty. I think they're going to hold the ball a little bit, and they'll get within 33 points. I did take Vanderbilt. Uh, We took Virginia. We split on the Boise State and Oklahoma State pick. I've got Boise State. He's got Oklahoma State. And then we both like LSU. Coach Cajun, man, to go down to Auburn and pick up a win. So let's talk about a couple of other little things here going into the weekend as we uh, get set up here. 
I'm going to give you some NFL picks. That's what the list is going to be today at 3.30. I'm going to give you my five NFL locks for the weekend. And I was going to do college locks, but I kind of do those with, the, with my, uh, my paw picks. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? Why not just do the NFL locks, and then we'll go from there. Big story from up at Clemson is that they have decided to get that game in. It's a noon kickoff on Saturday, of course, televised on ESPNU. This came from the university today. Parking lots will open at 6. Memorial Stadium gates open at 10 o'clock. And they encourage people to uh, try to be safe, allow for extra time, all that good stuff as you head to Clemson. For more on that game this afternoon, make sure you get with Lawton Swan. He's with Clemson Sports Talk. He is the czar of Clemson Sports. He will uh, give you all the information you need about the Clemson game. He's got a very up-to-date depth chart and all that great stuff. He'll get into that with you this afternoon. You can also check out the podcast edition because I had Frank Sulkowski on yesterday, and he had the rundown on the... um uh, on Georgia Southern. He does the pre- and post-game show for them, and he talked a little bit about Georgia Southern, and he sounds so confident. I mean, he really does. He sounds like the Eagles. If you just listen to uh, to Frank, you would think the Eagles had a chance to win this game. I don't think they're going to win the game, but it is kind of interesting because if you, you can spew messages one way or another. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Another, and it can come back and, uh, and bite you. But interesting stuff there tomorrow with them playing the game in the rain. Do you think they should play? That's number one. You can call them and sound off about that. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832. I think I said it yesterday. I don't think they should be playing. I think it's kind of a... I think being a South Carolinian, I think we should all look out for each other. I have a, I'm very proud to be a South Carolinian. I don't know why. I guess just growing up here, but I just think that, all right, if we're in the upstate, we should be thinking about the people that are in the low country. Just don't play. It's not a conference game. The game, in all actuality, doesn't matter. It really doesn't. It could cost them in several different ways. What if somebody gets injured? What if, uh, what if your big defensive tackle, Lawrence, steps into some mud up there at Death Valley and, and tweaks his knee? Doesn't matter for that game but it definitely could matter down the road. I'm just kind of in the camp of that's not the best thing to do, in my opinion. 803-978-1832 is the number. 803-978-1832 if you want to talk about that. We have other games this weekend that are interesting. 
that we'll get into, including um, we'll talk about some of the other matchups too. TCU and Ohio State. That's kind of like Ohio State fans are looking at this and thinking, well, if we can just get past this game, we'll have um, Urban Meyer back. And I know that getting Urban Meyer back is very important to them and getting them you know, set up with their regular coach. But, by the way, the, the assistant coach that's filling in for him, yeah, he's going to get a job somewhere else. That guy has put up with a firestorm and still put out some good teams that have done some interesting stuff there, uh, that have won two in a row. If he can get the win over over uh, over TCU, which they're 13.5-point favorites, and he leaves them just the way that it is, there you go. Rich says it's just some rain up at Clemson, and, and I, I understand that. I just, I just worry about everybody. Like, five out of the eight riders picked... Syracuse to win this game. Has Florida State fallen off that bad? I mean, are they so terrible now that people think they're going to go to Syracuse and lose a game up there? I know Clemson lost their game up there, but I mean, I think that they've got uh, he Willie Taggart should have their ears after the close call with Sanford and after getting their butts handed to them by Virginia Tech. You would think, hey, these guys, are uh, they're going to do what they're supposed to do. They're going to be locked in. Interesting there, though. Can Syracuse with their dual threat quarterback Aaron D- Eric Dungy? He's a pretty good, you know, pretty good mover of the chains. Gets the job done a good bit. Will they be able to pull off the upset? I think that's one of the most interesting games of the weekend, right there. Oklahoma at Ohio State. That's also an interesting game. I think Oklahoma's going to win that game, though. Uh, Vanderbilt and Notre Dame, we talked about in the picks there. Wouldn't it be interesting if Vanderbilt went up there and did what Georgia did last year, I think it was, winning at Notre Dame? What a stamp for the SEC that would be if they could go in and win at Notre Dame. They're big underdogs, but Derek Mason's got a chip on his shoulder up there, and he thinks that he can win at Vanderbilt. So we're going to find out. LSU at Auburn, they are, uh, that's, that's probably the biggest SEC game of the week. Another interesting game is Ole Miss at Alabama. We know that Ole Miss can score. Put up 79 points last week. I don't care who you're playing. If you score 79 points, you have a pretty good offense, in my opinion. I don't think they're going to score that much on Alabama, but still an interesting game in its own right. We'll be back in just a moment on the list. My five games of the NFL this week that are my locks. I've already given you my five favorite college games, but now I'm going to give you my pick on the NFL. I've got those here in just a moment. You are listening to The Rundown this afternoon on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Strap in. It's time for the list. Ah, the Friday list. The list this afternoon, my five NFL, we'll call them my, my NFL special picks of the weeks. And, I, and what I mean by that is, everybody uses the term lock. I'm just saying that I really like these games. And I think they're going to be really interesting. So, here we go. We will start. Number five. Here we go. I, like, I can't get my sound effects right today. I've got this whole massive system in front of me and I got them screwed up. All right, so... Number five, the New York Giants are a three-point underdog at the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys, I you want to like Ezekiel Elliott. You want to like Dak Prescott. 
I think the New York Giants go in. I think they're going to get the win at Dallas. So get lay the points or give a, get the points and go with the Giants. Number four. Number four, the Seattle Seahawks are a three-and-a-half-point underdog at the Chicago Bears. I think Aaron Rodgers has turned the Chicago Bears. I think that loss just kind of spun them into silliness. And I think that the Seattle Seahawks will cover that game. So I would take the three and a half points and, uh, or get the three and a half points and take the Seahawks. Number three. Number three. Here we go. As I scroll through my stuff here. Oh, the Atlanta Falcons are a five and a half point favorite at home against the Carolina Panthers. I think the Falcons are going to win the game, but it'll be about by a field goal. And with that, I would take the five and a half and the Carolina Panthers. Number two. Number two. I've got the Houston Texans, a one and a half, or excuse me, getting one and a half at Tennessee. Deshaun Watson's going to run rough shot over that Tennessee defense. And it's going to be interesting because they, um, you know, Watson didn't play too terrible against New England, but this is New England. I think he's going to have a coming out party for the season here. Remind people of who he is, and Houston is going to win big over Tennessee. And number one. My number one pick is the Miami Dolphins. They are playing at the New York Jets. They're getting three points there. I think the Dolphins are going to go up and win over New York. They had a uh, – everybody's going to be thinking about what New York did to – the Detroit Lions, where they were just picking off every Matt Stafford pass known to man. And I tell you what, they're not going to do that with the Dolphins. Tannenhill has been playing pretty good. I think the Dolphins are going to win that game outright. So there you go. There's my five picks for the weekend in honor of my good friend Rich, who's watching on Facebook Live today. He has been running his mouth to me about uh, Minnesota and the Packers the Packers, and uh, there's no line on that game. Minnesota did have four turnovers in week one over San Francisco. They do have a good defense, but Aaron Rodgers doesn't care. Aaron Rodgers, when he plays, his team is in every game that they play. Yes, Green Bay loses a game here or there, but going into the fourth quarter, hey, it's hard to find a game where Aaron Rodgers doesn't have his team with a shot to win. And let's think about it here. He did it last year when he was in there. Uh, when he wasn't injured, he was in there. They were in every single game. The year before, it's the same way. A lot of times it comes down to the last series, and he just pulls it out. That's what he does. If Aaron Rodgers plays, and if he doesn't get injured, I think they win over the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings, of course, says that they're coming up to Green Bay. The game's at Lambeau. I don't think so, brother. Not feeling it, man. Not feeling it. No line there on that game, but I think the Packers will pick up the win if Aaron Rodgers plays. Aaron Rodgers plays. If Deshaun Kaiser plays, I don't know how this guy's on an NFL roster, in my opinion. I really don't. I think the Packers are going to regret trading Hundley before the season's over. So, Rich is barbering me on Facebook. We may have to have a gentleman's wager here. I may message him after the show so I can take some of his, his hard-earned money. We may have to do that. I don't know. We'll see. Some other games throughout the weekend. You got the Chiefs and the Steelers. That's an interesting matchup. The Eagles and Buccaneers. Boy, who saw the Eagles or the Bucks winning over St. over uh, New Orleans in the dome? And they put up all those points. Kind of crazy. 
Uh, of course, the Saints are at home with the Cleveland Browns coming to town. The Browns are an eight-and-a-half-point underdog. That could be an interesting game there as well. The Browns just look like they're just better. They look like they've got some speed on defense, and they're playing pretty well. I don't think they're going to win. You know, they didn't win a single game last year. They were one of my teams that I thought was going to uh, do a lot better. And I mean, hey, if they win one game, that's a lot more than they did last year. But the uh, excuse me, the Browns. I think they could win five or six games. I really do, and I think that they're going to eventually bench to Rod Taylor. And I think they're going to put Baker Mayfield in there. He's going to make rookie mistakes. And I think he's going to move the ball down the field a little bit for them. They've got some interesting weapons. I like Jarvis Landry. And I think that uh, he can actually do some stuff for them uh, as far as receiving the ball. I think he led the NFL in catches last year playing for Miami. And he just he's a great wide receiver. Also, they've got some pretty good running backs, so we'll see uh, what the Browns can do. But I don't think Terod Taylor's the answer at quarterback there. He's more of a game-managing type quarterback. They, they need somebody that has a little Brett Favre in him, will throw some balls that he's not supposed to throw and complete them. I think that's what's going to happen with the Browns as they go this season. Playing the Saints, though, and they're a little angry, yeah, that's going to be tough. The Detroit Lions at the San Francisco 49ers, another game this weekend that might be interesting. The Lions are a five-and-a-half-point underdog. Arizona Cardinals are getting 12-and-a-half points playing at the Los Angeles Rams. You look at that and you think it's like a college line. How, how, I mean, when's the last time you saw a line where it was over 10 points in an NFL game? So kind of interesting there with the Cardinals. Oakland Raiders are a a five-and-a-half-point underdog at Denver. And the New England Patriots are at Jacksonville. This, in my opinion, is the matchup of the weekend. The Patriots are a two-point favorite on the road. Jacksonville, it's like they have to... They're, they're, New England's like their carrot. They want to get up there to where New England is. And a lot of people may think of Jacksonville as a younger version of, uh, of the Steelers without an offense. That's basically what it is. They have the defensive side of the ball on lockdown. I think where it's going to be a problem is Leonard Fournette may not play for them, and I don't think that without having him, they may not have the offensive tools to get it done, and I think New England will pull that game out. But still interesting. Now, here's the other thing with New England. If Tom Brady goes out, they don't have Matt Castle on the bench, and I don't know if they can win – they're not going to win at the same level they've been winning without Tom Brady. But, I mean, let's be honest. You're playing a game where one shot can knock you out, regardless of your age. And Tom Brady does a good job at the line of basically audible, audibly using the audible to get out of sacks. But you still you get one hit here, one hit there, and it could really, really turn the New England season. I don't know if it's going to happen this weekend, though. No Leonard Fournette, so I think the Patriots will win that game. If you want to respond to my picks, give me a call at 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832. Kent doesn't like my assessment of uh, Tom Brady. He likes. He sent me a message on Facebook here. It says, Father Time is better than Aaron Rodgers. Well, kind of hard to argue that. I mean, he's got more rings. Kind of tough, man. But if I'm starting a team today, I'm taking Aaron Rodgers because he's younger. Sorry. 
803-978-1832. Final segment of the rundown coming up in just a moment on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Welcome back to The Rundown. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Sounds Good. Welcome back. Final segment of The Rundown this Friday afternoon. Appreciate you listening along here on Fox Sports Radio 1400 and around the world on the iHeartRadio app. A couple of things before we get out of here today. And this is something that uh, was kind of interesting. We may have the worst game ever in college football this weekend. I mean, I, I can't think of any other any other way to describe it. I mean, it, it is that terrible this game could be. And I'm talking about Kansas and Rutgers. Oh, I mean, terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Now, Kansas, of course... They did uh, rally to pick up a win over Central Michigan last week. I think they were at Central Michigan, and they were like an underdog, and then they actually won that game. And Rutgers has been terrible, I mean, for years now. I mean, they are just absolutely horrible. So Kansas's coach is 4-34 and in his past four years with one conference win. And, of course, that came over a Charlie Strong coach Texas team. But they did win over Central Michigan, getting their first road win since 2009. Wrap your head around that for a second. They've gone almost a decade without winning a game on the road, but they had a loss to Nickel State, which is insane, by the way. So Rutgers, on the other hand, is just no better. They had a 10-win uh, season They've yet to earn a 10-win season uh, since becoming a member of the Big Ten in 2014. And uh, they only have two in program history. Its last impressive season, according to my notes, was when Ray Rice was on the roster. Yeah, Ray Rice, the guy that was chucking his his, uh, girlfriend down the elevator, etc. They've only had 12 winning seasons since 1991, the year they joined the Big East. This may be the worst game ever. I can't think of any – if it's football, I'm sure people will watch. But I, I just – I can't think of a worse game. Just – I think there may be just like players and players' wives – and or excuse me, players' uh, family and then wives of the coaches in the stands. I just – I can't see anybody wanting to actually watch that game. And then finally, this is an interesting thing. Alex Rodriguez says he prays he can get into the Hall of Fame – despite his mistakes. Well, what are his mistakes? He took PEDs, and he lied about it. That's true. But there's going to have to come a point, in my opinion, where we're going to have to let some of these guys that did steroids in the Hall of Fame. I know that. I mean, at first, I'm I'm somebody that, that... What's the term that... Our former president used, I've evolved on this. I used to think, well, they cheated. But then, when you really stop and look at it, who wasn't cheating? 
Not that that makes it any better, but there definitely was the steroid era in baseball. And Alex Rodriguez was caught up in that. Now, I think he's, he's made a lot of the writers angry because he lied about it. But he's a 14-time All-Star, three AL MVPs, 10 Silver Slugger honors, five AL home run titles, won a World Series, fourth on the MLB all-time home run list, and has more than 3,000 career hits. If I just tell you that, you think Hall of Famer. And I think that eventually we're going to get to a point where we're going to have to look at these guys did steroids. We know that they did. And we're going to have to be more forgiving and let these guys in the Hall of Fame. Now, for you old-timers out there that are like, well, they cheated, blah, 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 think about this. Do you think Babe Ruth should be a Hall of Famer? I mean, I think we all think that he should be, right? Of course. It makes the most amount of sense. But think about this. Babe Ruth never played against any of the players in the Negro Leagues. Do you think Babe Ruth would have put up the same amount of numbers if the players from the Negro Leagues he had to face every week or every night? It's definitely something up for debate. But Babe Ruth is put out there, and he's a Hall of Famer, and so are the the guys that played after him until they actually um, got the men of color into baseball. And it's not Babe Ruth's fault. I, I get that. But, I mean, it's just definitely something to think about. It really is. I think we're at a point where we just need to be more forgiving, in my opinion, because all these guys were using steroids. It was rampant across all of baseball. It wasn't even a, you know, it wasn't even a thought. I mean, everybody was trying not to get caught, but they were getting caught. Alex Rodriguez lied about it and then went from there. Kent uh, put up there about Pete Rose. I think Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Now, see, there's a difference with, with, with Pete Rose, though. I think he should be in there for what he's done, but I don't think he should be allowed to coach anymore because he, you know, he, admitted he got caught betting on baseball games. But he should be able to be in the Hall of Fame. I definitely, should, I definitely think that. But Pete Rose should have the honor of being in the Hall of Fame simply based on his career and what he did on the field. And I think we're at a point now where a lot of people really feel that way. That's going to come down to baseball fixing it. But they're going to have to remove the lifetime ban and then go from there. But I'm a guy that if you look at the numbers, you should have certain people that are in the Hall of Fame. Pete Rose is definitely one of them. And down the line, you're going to have to look at guys like Alex Rodriguez and a lot of these guys that use steroids in the steroid era. Should they be in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. If they've got the numbers, if you look at just on their, what they've done on the field, there you go. That's enough for me, in my opinion. Shout out to Lisa. She says, Pete Rose should definitely be let in. Look what he's accomplished. Yes, I agree with you. Pete Rose, man, when he played, I, I'm not of the generation that actually got to enjoy Pete Rose. I'm a little bit too young for that. But I've watched a lot of classic games that he was in. 
and I'm not saying that I'm like the the Pete Rose beacon or whatever, but I just from what I've seen and from what people that watch a lot of baseball that I respect that I know, they told me Pete Rose is one of the best players ever. One of the best players ever. And I think the idea of keeping him out over that is kind of silly. You could basically put in there, hey, don't let him coach anymore. That's fine. He probably shouldn't be allowed to be in a major league locker room. I can definitely get behind that. Anything that, that may where he may screw with the integrity of the game, but let the man have his plaque in Cooperstown, man. It just makes sense. All right, so that is uh, our show today. Now, remember, we've got uh, hurricane coverage. We've got um, news updates every hour. Also, keep your ears peeled over there on News Radio 560 WVOC. And, of course, um, if things get really, really crazy with Hurricane Florence, you'll be hearing a lot of me. And, of course, Gary David and uh, Christopher Thompson across the hall will be uh, trying to keep you safe this afternoon. I know lots of folks are nervous because if you see uh we're definitely in the power outage band so some of us may lose power hey your radio's right there for you listen here or listen on news radio 560 wvoc we'll keep you up to date with the latest on hurricane florence because it is a big deal it really really is Remember, you can catch the podcast of the show. I'll have it up by about 5 o'clock today. My buddy, Lawton Swan, the czar of Clemson sports, will join us here. He'll be here from 4 to 6. He'll have everything Clemson. I mean, you got to go and check out his website, clemsonsportstalk.com. He's got tons of stuff there, including a nice forum. You can go and check it out and uh, converse back and forth with uh, f- you know your fellow Clemson fans. My name is Rob Sanders. This is The Rundown. Stay safe this weekend. Bye-bye, Flo. Nobody likes you. We'll be back on Monday. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.